Visions podcast. This month, Stacey, we've been talking a lot about, you know, the the different segments in the financial services industry as it relates to broker dealers. Um, you're going to cover the positives on this one again. So I don't know if you're trying to, you know, say in not such a voice that I'm the negative person, but I'm going to cover the negatives, but that's all right. <laughs> so um, I apologize for the wind in the background. It is pretty windy here. So audience, just bear with me if you see the, tr- the trees swaying in in the background. So Stacy, this week we're going to cover the insurance owned broker dealer segment of the industry. And you don't hear a lot of talk about it cuz it's gone away for the most part for a lot of firms. Um but if you want to start with talking about the positive side of being part or affiliated with an insurance owned broker dealer. Absolutely. Um and uh, nice to be on the podcast again, Jeremy. It looks beautiful where you're at. Um, I can just see in a few weeks you're going to have some uh, colors changing on that green uh, background yes. with some of the trees. So that'll be beautiful. Uh, so yeah, insurance broker dealers. You know, I think the obvious one to start with is if you do a lot of insurance based uh, business. You know, that can be a a huge benefit because there's a lot of deep uh, pockets of resources within that broker dealer from the product side, from the expertise side. And, um, you know, just that's what they do. Right. They know that so well. Um, you can just have have that right in your back office. So that's a, a great thing. Um, insurance broker dealers, I think, have been really strong for advisors that are starting off in the business too, really focused on doing what's um, good for that client, maybe a, a more of a financial planning focus in a lot of uh, cases, um, you know, working with those clients as someone builds out that book. And uh, again, hopefully just serving them um, both from the insurance and the investment side of the business. Some other benefits, Jeremy, I think as you look at that, depending on the needs of your business, um, there could be some great reasons to stick with that insurance-based uh, broker-dealer. Uh, sometimes there's benefits, especially if you place enough of the right business lines within that insurance-based uh, broker-dealer. Um, you can get some good like health benefits for you, uh, your, your practice um, that falls naturally in line um, you know, with, with your business model. Sometimes you don't have to figure out uh, certain things like you might have to on the independent or even the REA side of the world. You don't have to go create your own tech stack, for instance. Uh, usually that's pretty well defined and you can plug into a really robust uh, financial planning type tool or CRMs that are already there, uh, kind of a plug and play there. Again, you don't have to go figure out the tech stack and figure out the integrations because they're um many times defined and uh, available for you. Marketing, again, you can uh, pretty commonly just plug in and use the name of that broker dealer that you're with. Now, there are some cases where they uh, do allow for some advisors to have their outside DBAs and do their own marketing, but you can keep that pretty simple, pretty streamlined, and and you've got some household names with some of those broker dealers out as well that your clients do know. So, uh, you know, I think those are a few good options. I think that the insurance BDs have also grown uh, some of their solutions in the fee-based areas as well. Uh, in the past, that's been more limited. But, um, you know, as we look back a few years, uh, that's all expanded. You've got some great platforms with like, you know, InvestNet and TAMP, TAMP choices as well. So um, ran through that pretty quick, Jeremy. But uh, what's what's the other side of that coin? You know, I would say on the negative side, and, and we've seen this probably over the last five, seven, ten years, is a lot of insurance-owned broker-dealers have decided to sell 
that segment of their business line being the broker dealer because what we found through regulation with DOL with Reg BI that the insurance companies can no longer use these broker dealers as much of a distribution channel as they did in the 80s and 90s. I mean, in the 80s and 90s, it was all about distribution, 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 and, and that's why they opened these broker dealers. So when you look at the Pacific Life Network of broker dealers and some of the others, they've sold their broker dealers um, to a larger conglomerate because they just don't have that distribution channel. Not saying that all insurance-owned broker dealers, I apologize for the sun, I can't, I can't, you know, um, direct the sun which way to go. Um, but not saying all insurance-owned broker-dealers are going to become non-existent, but you've seen a good majority of them go away over the years. And so I think that trend is going to continue. So there's the uncertainty of what does that look like um, going forward? So that would be the first. The second thing, to the flip side of your point, Stacy, of there's a lot of resources, a lot of times your payouts – are going to be somewhat dictated by the number of products that you do with that broker dealer. And so if you're not doing a lot of that insurance broker dealer's business or product line, you're not going to be as, as high of a payout as you would in the independent space. Um, that would be the second thing. The, the third thing, in my opinion, would be you know, the, the thought process of can you truly say you're looking out for your client's best interest if you are getting paid or pushed to push a certain or specific product. And to your point, Stacey, I think a lot of these insurance-owned broker-dealers have gotten better with the you know, financial planning and fee-based business, but they're typically not as robust. Again, I apologize for the sun. Typically not as robust and the pricing is not as advantageous as it would be in the independent broker-dealer space. Not saying they don't have it, and they have, to your point, Stacy, made leaps and bounds of getting better in that space, but it's just not where it's gonna where it's at today in the independent broker-dealer space. So that would be the negatives. Again, not knocking the insurance on broker-dealers. I know a lot of people that are part of them, and a lot of people that are you know happy, and I know people that work there, and, and it's great firm. So Next week, Stacy, we wrap up this monthly series and we'll talk about the RAA space. But as we always do, your contact information. Yes, you can reach me at 641-919-6722. My email is stacy.martin at trustedvisions.com. And Jeremy, you just have the spotlight on you. I'm telling you, that, that sun is just shining the spotlight on. I'm telling you, you can't even see me. You can just see the sun. <laughs> My contact information is 480-430-5012 or info at trustedvisions.com. Hope everybody has a blessed week. We will wrap this series up next week. Safe travel, Stace.